0: Welcome to the Gospel series, the Discourses of Jesus. An eye for an eye, referenced in Matthew chapter five, verse thirty-eight to forty-two, Luke chapter six, verse twenty-seven to thirty-one. The theme is the law was about sin and consequence. Grace is about love and mercy. The context is going beyond the minimum of obeying the letter of the law. Time to go the extra mile. Matthew five thirty-eight. Jesus said, "You have heard that it was said." Eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if someone wants to sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. If someone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. Crime and Punishment justice and law comes from god and has been instituted among men even though there are many perversions of justice its intent is to put fear in people to prevent crime and injustices romans chapter 13 verse 1 through 7 this concept of the punishment fits the crime comes from the mosaic law as given to the israelites in leviticus 24 verse 17 to 21 deuteronomy chapter 19 verse 16 to 21 exodus 21 22 If men who are fighting hit a pregnant woman and she gives birth prematurely, but there is no serious injury, the offender must be fined whatever the woman's husband demands and the court allows. But if there is serious injury, you are to take life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, bruise for bruise. From a purely justice standpoint, this rule of law makes sense for the Old Covenant people, since they did not have the Spirit of God within them to lead them by the law of love. However, this stipulation breeds the propensity to seek revenge and bear grudges. So God also instituted another provision to help offset that sinful human tendency. Leviticus 19, verse 18. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against one of your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. This premise is further expounded upon Jesus in our main text to the next level. Keeping in harmony with the new law of love of the new covenant, forgiveness and mercy, Paul, by the Holy Spirit of God, also quotes the Old Testament scriptures of Deuteronomy 32 verse 35 and Proverbs 25 verse 21 to 22 in Romans chapter 12 verse 17 to 21. So does turning the other cheek mean that we become a doormat for people to grind their feet into? Does the Bible teach a brand of passivity that does not defend oneself, family, and property from others? Before Jesus went to Calvary, he told his disciples to purchase two swords, according to Luke chapter 22, verse 35-38, to obviously for self-defense. What Jesus is saying is don't retaliate, seek revenge, or be vindictive, or mean-spirited. Proverbs 17, verse 9, Proverbs chapter 19 verse 11 and chapter 20 verse 3. However, we have the right and responsibility to defend ourselves and family from harm, unless of course we willingly submit ourselves to martyrdom according to Hebrews 11 verse 35. This principle of being wronged or cheated should be settled by the church anyway. Matthew 18 verse 15 to 17, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 1 through 11, and 2 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 8 through 13 going the extra mile. There is a side of human nature that will insist on its own rights and own way and is quick to pursue compensation for perceived injustices. However, we need to choose our battles. If it's only our pride that has been hurt, Jesus is telling us to let it go, walk in love, and take the higher ground. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 5 in the Amplified Love is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. The phrase Jesus made, if someone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles, has its origins in the Roman impressment law. Under this law, if a Roman soldier passed by you, he could tell you to come and carry his pack for up to one mile. By law, you're forced to go with him. However, he could not force you to go any further. Giving to people who are in need has to be done in the context of taking care of our own immediate family first. One should also be led by the Holy Spirit, Romans 8.14. giving should further God's purpose in folks' lives and not enable bad habits. Or mismanagement and or misuse. 2 Thessalonians chapter three verse six through fifteen, First Timothy five eight. If anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for his immediate family, he is denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. People who are in great need, the poor and disadvantaged, should certainly be ministered to. Matthew chapter twenty five verse thirty five to forty five, Hebrews thirteen two, James one twenty seven. Proverbs 19, verse 17. He who is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward him for what he has done. Proverbs 28, verse 27. He who gives to the poor will lack nothing, but he who closes his eyes to them receives many curses. The one who wants to borrow from you, according to Jesus, should not be refused if it is within our power to give it. This reminds me of the parable of the man who came at midnight to borrow bread. In Luke chapter eleven, verse five through thirteen, if we are going to be like our heavenly Father in matthew five forty eight by God's grace, we will be generous and hospitable, first Peter four verse nine, and giving not according to what we don't have, second Corinthians eight verse twelve Luke chapter six, verse thirty to thirty one and verse thirty four to thirty six Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back do to others as you would have them do to you. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you'll be sons of the Most High, because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. It is more blessed to give than to receive, according to Acts chapter 20, verse 35. I highly encourage you to continue listening to the Word of Life Study Series podcast and encourage your friends to tune in as well. The scriptures encourage us in Acts chapter 17, verse 11 to receive the message with great eagerness and to examine the scriptures. Every day, in order to confirm the truth that you're hearing. God's Word is our final authority for all matters that pertain to life and godliness. I'd like to close this episode by praying over you according to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know Him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which He has called you the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when God raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. And in chapter 2 verse 6, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Be blessed and see you soon.